0: What is going on, people? Late Night Cypher X with yet another episode for you. And hey, we're having some technical difficulties on this side, but either way, we are going to deliver the sweetness to your ears. If it's starting off your morning, going to work on a Friday, wishing the weekend was upon you, or if it's late night and you're just sitting there and you're like, "We," I just need to hear these two assholes' voices right now as I touch, my, <laughs> as I touch myself, it could be that oh. as well. You know, so I, we're doing a lot of things here. Um, if you guys are just joining us, we're a bunch of clowns. We, ha- like, we like to have fun. But we also like to have serious, deep conversation, too. So this podcast, Late Night Cypher X, which is different than our video podcast, Late Night Cypher, I'm is that we talk about relationships and we talk about relationships through friendship and marriage and sexual relationships and dating and, mar- and divorce and all sorts of stuff. So uh, I think, I think we're you- all
1: here now.
2: We're yeah. all here? We could yeah, all hear all each here. other, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay.
0: so we're locked in, baby. We're, let's do we're it. good to go. So let's start it off again from the top, and, and let's talk about friendship and entertainment. And and I'll say the two-part question now so you guys could both answer them at the same time. Because you have friends who look at other friends as more of entertainment, whereas you have other people who look at friends as almost family.
2: Mm. So there's
0: there's that clash type of thing right there. And the other question I forgot because I just hit this oil pen and I'm feeling real toasty right now. So I'm going <laughs> to let you take it, Ashley.
2: Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it depends on who you're friends with. There are some people who, yeah, I would only go out and have fun with, you know, I would only go get lunch or coffee or whatever that I wouldn't like tell my most personal secrets to and stuff. But uh, there are some friends who are uh, a lot like family, who I am able to, I mean, tell literally anything to um, which is something that you can't even do with family sometimes. Right. Um, So I don't know, I guess it just depends on what kind of person you are. Some people view friends as just kind of, I don't know. um,
1: Just something to kill the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can see that. And for me, that's not really been the case because I like my, my close friends to me are like family, you know? And even, even if you have um, friends that aren't so close, I kind of like, like, I like to treat them like family. Like, you know, like if, if one of my wife's friends is going through an issue, it's like, yeah, you know, she can come hang out and stay for a while, get things figured Mm -hmm. out, whatever, you know, I I like to treat, um, everybody kind of like family, like, because growing up, I never really wanted to be at home too much. You know, with my home (laughs) life, I always wanted to be out and I, you know, I didn't really get the chance to do that. Um, but any, any time, like on the rare occasion I did, I was like, all right, man, I'm, I gotta go. We're going to hang out. We're going to, I'm going to sleep over my buddy's house. We're going to chill. We're going to do whatever. And I got I I, because of that and also because I moved around a lot as a kid, like um, I developed like close friendships with certain people. And I always kind of viewed that as like an extended family. So for me, like I I have some friends that I hang out with once in a while, you know, and you like to have a good time with them, whatever. But it's like my my close friends, my close friends are family and and sometimes even closer than my family. You know, because I
2: right. agree
1: because my family is spread all over the place, man. I've I was born in New York. I've got I've got family in New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, Texas, Florida, fucking all over the place. Right. So so sometimes for me, um, my thank you, my um, my friends are closer to me than a lot of my family members like you know and I, I wish it wasn't the case because I want like you know my my close family like my siblings and everything I want us to be close but just you know life life is unexpected and things go a certain way and you know you guys move away from each other and that's what happens but you got to have your your close friends to kind of fill those gaps in
0: if you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah. yeah no absolutely no I agree 100 percent. and it's interesting too because I think we have a hard time as adults accepting and and allowing other people to come into that inner circle as adults, because, you know, we, we put up these walls, you know, when we're adults, when we meet new people, because we don't want to let people in that we don't know and deservingly so because, you know, people can get fucked over in a lot of different ways. But um, I think effort too matters. You know, when you have someone that puts in the effort to, you know, you, to change your relationship to go from just hey let's get lunch to the next step which is you know sure. sharing different things being there and a lot of people don't even allow that process to happen in their lives you know they're just yeah. kind of like no I just do my own thing I just do this and that and it's just interesting you know because I think at the core of it <clears throat> I really think that people who can't build relationships like that with people it's really because they've probably been hurt somewhere along the line yeah, or I was you know yeah, that, that's put them in that in that spot and it's it's really sad because <clears throat> i feel like less and less we have those experiences and now you know when we were younger i'd say maybe in our early 20s like cell phones weren't really that big of a deal quite yet even though it was coming and so next, when you went to that, next tells yeah so when you went to a party like you re- legitimately were just like hanging out or at least everybody was watching a program on tv or like you know Oh, uh, there's people outside smoking and hanging out and drinking. Like there, you know, there was more socializing in that sense where as you if you go out now with your significant other or whatever, just go out by yourself. Just take a moment to put your phone down, just look around the restaurant you're in or the place where where you know people have time to like just relax. And everyone's on their phone. No one's looking around oh, yeah. the restaurant or people. They're just in their phones <clears throat> the whole time. And it's just it's very interesting. Uh, to see that communication. And that's why I think video communication is going to be so important for body language and stuff like that. And instead, you know, yeah. instead of texting, you're going to see people's faces almost, you know, like judge dread, like, like, or is it judge dread? Yeah. Like that type of shit. Uh-huh. Um, that's how people are going to communicate. But, you know, um, I think it's a big thing. I think, <clears throat> you know, and we've talked about this even with my friend, my other friend, Danny, is like, he's like, you know, there's certain levels Um, And it's all based on effort. You know, it really is. You know, if you're not putting in any effort, I'll keep you as an associate. I'll keep you as someone I'll go and get lunch with. But at the same time, if you're going to put in a little bit of effort, I'm still going to be like weary of, I guess, everybody in a sense that I don't know, that's trying to attempt Mm -hmm. to do that, to, to be closer, to be better friends. But at the same time, I mean, if you don't let people in that, then friendships are never born, you know, so. Um, it's, it's, it's part of human life. It's part of being a human, you know, you don't know who's going to be someone that's going to be trustworthy. And I think just falling on comfortability and just being like, well, I have a a set amount of friends or something like that. You got to be careful, you know? So it it goes both ways. It goes, you know, sometimes it's good. You know, I was just watching Kevin Hart and he had a special on Netflix and someone that he knew for 15 years, like, set him up and it fucked his life up. And he was, oh, like, God, a new addition to the group. So his group is much older than the 15 years. And he, But still, I mean, that's 15 years. it's a long time.
2: That is substantial. But
0: still, he wasn't part of the, the original group. And that kind of matters in some senses because I feel like even when you're a piece of shit, a lot of times you don't even hurt the closest people around you. It's like other people because there is, even for shitty people, still somewhat of a moral code. I feel like,
2: mm-hmm. again,
0: when you're an adult, you don't know. People have been through their experiences. They kind of are who they are sometimes. And, it, it man, navigating life is just – it's so crazy, the unknowns. But, yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys thought about that. And so that's it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and so that's, that's it. it. Yeah, but, so that's it, baby. I mean, um, you know, you know what's weird though, too, though, is when you get a friend mm. that like you only want to be an acquaintance, but they really want to be like close to you. Oh I mean, my god, that's the worst. I I feel like females deal with that more because like, um, like you know, normally like it's some guy that wants to be close to you. And you're like, uh, I like you as a friend, but yeah. I mean, that's
2: yeah, usually not, like they're trying to Yeah. <laughs> the, the,
1: there's, you know, there's that, but like, I, I have met a few people and it always like turns me off where, um, I've met people through like certain acquaintances and I'll go out with them one time, like, you know, doing whatever, you know, whatever the object might be, maybe going fishing or, you know, Playing paintball and like you, like you, you. There's a another person that has similar interests, right? And then you're like, "Oh yeah, let's let's do this," and you do it with them, and they're like a little bit, like I'll I'll tell you straight up. There was a person I met that was like that, and it was like a little. And this was like within the last few years, and it's like a little too much, you know. Mm. And it's like, all right, like we played this one time. And now you want to like <laughs> go in and spend a thousand dollars on equipment time. for some shit, and it's like I barely even know you like i'm not even I'm not even ready for that commitment. <laughs> you know what I mean it's like so yeah, that,
2: they're trying to jump five stages right. ahead in this
1: yeah what is this like a stage five <laughs> clinger or whatever they call it you know yeah. it's like yeah, it, but it's yeah, really yeah. weird it's like uh, that that to me is weird because I feel like friendship should like um develop like cultivate as, yeah. as they develop like like i don't know like i feel weird saying like organically but that's how it should be it should be like, orgasmically, should... No, orgasmically.
2: But that's,
1: that's the right uh, yeah but you know it's just like it's just too weird to me when someone's like mm, we need to do this we need to go do that it's like yeah. whoa chill out
2: <laughs> like when you first meet someone they're like oh my god we should go out together next weekend and you're like holy fuck i mean it's like one okay don't get me wrong that's that can be fun and interesting and stuff but that happens to me sometimes when i'm not like fully feeling the person like i'm i'm very nice Uh, you get that offer it's
0: like when you're like you like a hot guy or whatever and you get no answer but you get this like ugly dude it's like come on man this ain't the type of attention i'm looking for right now (laughs) 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 i couldn't be the hot guy um
2: So I will say, okay, I'm not going to, like, say any names because this girl is so fucking nice. She's so sweet. Um, But, But, like, I had moved to a new town. I didn't know anyone, really. Um, And she was like, hey, we should hang out sometime. I was like, yeah, dude, for sure. And I actually had known her for a while. She was, like, the only person I knew in the area at the time. And um, we started hanging out, and she wanted to hang out all the time. But we had like nothing in common, Ooh. like. And she just, I don't know. That's she awkward. wanted to take a, talk about the same subject over and over, and I was just like, uh, so bored. And but she, look, she was so nice, but she really wanted more out of the relationship than I. She <laughs> than wanted I did, something
1: special,
0: and you know, you know what? The development of good friendships, too, are going through things together. And when you're already, like, yeah. an adult, you've been through all these things. It's, like, the first time you ever stayed up late and, like, you know, played a game with, like, one of your friends or something. It's, like, you know, uh, you ever play that game M.A.S.H. where, like, you write it's, down. Yeah, I played that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh my I forgot God. about that game. Broca. So, like, when
0: you're a kid. So, if yeah. people don't know, basically, it's, like, a notepad game. It's called M.A.S.H. And you write down like people you like uh where you like you want to live and and it starts from like top to bottom, so you pick like a you know you mansion and all these different places oh a a fucking golf cart or whatever, and you do this like number system based on how many times the outer bands of a circle that you make, so you make this circle on the paper, and then someone says, "Stop," and you count the lines, and then that's how many times so it's like one, two, three, four, and then one two, and you cross that out. And eventually you get to the point where there's only like one of each column left. And it's just a fun game. It's a funny game when you're a kid and shit like that. And, you know, I'm, I
2: feel like you were like hard on MASH. And I, you went and hard. I fe-
0: and I feel like I feel like by the time you get to the age of 32, if someone was to try to do some shit like that, you wouldn't be so impressed. And you would think they're weird, you know, but so it's, a, it's one of those things where like, <laughs> oh, we should like play MASH. Great. But, if you, but but you I guarantee guys, if I went to Tom broadcast. and I'm like, Tom, let's play around with this shit right now. He'd be like, yeah, let's play, right? Because
2: Yeah, but sometimes it's fun with, like, people that you enjoy hanging well, out
0: that with, you, you know? Well, also that you, someone that you grew up with together. So it, mm-hmm. it's something that you could recall. And it, it kind of fits in with, with that friend building that it, it feels comfortable. When you have someone who you you know as an adult and then they come with like a little bit more heat than you're expecting it could kind of throw you off and then you start thinking of them negatively when really maybe they're only really just like they're trying not to freak out and maybe not push you off and they're doing too much because maybe they have a hard mm-hmm. time meeting friends so it, it it's one of those things where but I understand what you're saying too because there's certain people where you know it's like those girls that you take home when you're dating you know and it's like you know, I, like, I'd sleep with her, but, like, I don't know if I would take her home to mom, you know, like, to, like, yeah. get her to know the family, you know, it's, like, but she's really nice, and you're, like, kind of, like, eh, but like, you also want a piece of ass, oh, so you're, like, eh. You're not into, like,
2: the commitment side, you know? Yeah, so
0: it, it, it's one of those things where, like, but I bet you if you met just the right person, it might click, and then you might allow them, so mm-hmm. it, I guess there's a bunch of different dynamics you can go into with it, um, but, you know, so I wanted to touch in on that, but uh, let's go on with the next the next topic. You guys take it. Whoever did first, go ahead, just grab it, baby. Just grab it.
1: What What is it? What's the next topic? It,
2: yeah, what is it? Oh, you don't. Know, you, you guys don't know your topic? <laughs> Feed us the
1: beast, baby. I know my Feed topic. Feed us the beast, uh, baby. Oh, you it. want you I'll you want mine. me to talk about my topic?
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Answer so your topic. You let's know?
1: let's like, let's talk about like you know the. Uh, the responsibility split in a relationship, you know, like, Ooh. um, so let's, let's talk about some stuff here, you know? So sometimes you have, um, you got a relationship where, you know, you've got, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, a wife, and, you know, maybe there's some kids involved and maybe, maybe you both work or maybe one person works, maybe the male works and a woman stays at home or vice versa. Maybe the male stays at home. And the woman works and, and, you know, collects the income. And, and the reason I want to talk about this is because, Danny, we had a conversation about this um, recently, you know. We just kind of, like, we're going through, like, if, like if, if, you, if you were the person making all the money or whatever, that does, I don't feel like it necessarily makes you the better person in the relationship, right? Because right. You, you, you are providing right. the income. Um, you know, but you have your own responsibilities, but then like, you know, then the, the other partner who's not making the money has their own responsibilities that you can't fulfill because you're out working now, now they're out They're fulfilling the other stuff, especially if you have a family, like with kids. So it's like, what, what's the balance here? You know? So I, I feel like my own philosophy on a relationship is this. And it's always been this for a long time. I don't even know where I got it from, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I figured it out watching, like, uh, my grandparents because they, they were together for so long. And my, uh, my, I think my grandma met my grandpa when she was 15. And, oh yeah, it's like, it's like one of those old school <laughs> stories, you know. And, and she uh-huh. worked, but she never, ever had a driver's license. So she never drove her whole life, you know. And my grandfather wound up Mm -hmm. passing away before she did. And after he passed away, you know, she still didn't work. But she had his pension and Social Security and all that stuff, you know. So maybe this is where I got it from. It's like together combined, your value is is 50-50. So it doesn't matter about the dollar amount. It doesn't matter about, like, how much time you spend with your kids what matters mm-hmm. is what you both have together. Right. So like, let's say if you make, if you make a hundred grand a year together, like you're each like contributing portion of that. It's, it's like, it's both of your money, you know, it's not like, Oh, I make this money. So it's mine and you stay at home. So you don't earn money. So you don't get nothing. No, it shouldn't be like that. It should, it should be yeah. what you make, what what you accomplish together in the relationship. Right. I feel like that should be yours, you know, and, and there should be no, no power swaying more on either side. Right. But like, if, if you're, if you're a man or a woman that goes out and works hard and you earn the money and you want to go out and, you know, maybe you want to go out and get a drink. Maybe you want to go out um, to see a movie. You should be able to do that, you know, but your other partner should be able to do that too. Right. So you got to figure it out. So, you know like-'cause i I'll, I'll tell you this for example for me in my my relationship right I work all the mm-hmm. time, so I, I like it kind of sucks because i I see my kids a lot less than I would like to because I have a long commute and I work a lot of hours but at at the other you know on the other side like you know my my wife spends more times time with the kids so. But then she's also got to deal with all the drama that comes with five kids fighting with oh each other God. all the time. So, like, you know, it's like when, when she's fed up with them, like, I have to understand that because she's with them all the time. You know, whereas me, like, I might not get so upset about something, but that's because I'm not spending as much time with them. So it's like there's a, there's a balance, you know, and you got you to gotta find mm-hmm. that. It's really, it's really hard to do. But, like, what do you guys think about that?
2: I have so much to add, but I totally agree with you. Um, this, okay, a little back background. Um, I worked as a cosmetologist for, like, a, a few years. Sorry, I'm, a, I'm out of breath. I had what to go upstairs. Working out over there? Her pinky back. What
1: are you doing over there, baby? <laughs> oh, you're taking care of the kids. Don't I, I see. Was, she was playing this into her point. So, nah, here we go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. (laughs) So, um, when I first moved to San Diego with my husband, um, I stopped being a cosmetologist. I made okay money. I was just starting out. Um, I worked at a great salon, had great clients, you know, um, pretty decent money, but um, it wasn't enough. I was getting, like, daycare assistance for my, um, like, one-year-old, two-year-old at the time. But it's fucking expensive. It's like twelve hundred dollars a month for yeah, daycare. Yeah, crazy. Um, plus other stuff on top of it. So when we moved, I was like, "Look, it's not worth it for me. I have to like go back to school to get my license because it, I changed states, whatever, and that's how it works." Um, and but it took a lot of time. Like I felt so devalued because I was at home with Caden and my husband was out working and i felt so like i wasn't contributing and i hated that for a long time and i wouldn't even let my husband pay some of my bills i was like i'll fi- i'll find a way i'm going to pay my phone bill i'm going to pay this bill and he's like let me do it and but i was like it's not my money and he's like it is your money because we are working together we're a team i couldn't Do this. If you weren't here, you know, um, watching Caden, um, you know, you're taking care of the house. You're doing the grunt work of, you know, the 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 chores and the grocery shopping and um, and even sometimes the house is a disaster. But you know, but you're at home all day with the kids. Kids are fucking exhausting, Um, and it's a hard job. It really is. You're doing. You're a cook, you're a nurse, you're a maid, you are, you know, you're a full-time job 24 seven. And it just doesn't stop. So it took me a long time to, to really uh, instill that into my head that we're an equal partnership. Um, Because I didn't feel like I was contributing as much, but Casey really, really drilled it into my head that um, that what I was doing was just as important as what he's doing. And just because he makes money for doing it doesn't mean that what he does is more That's important. right. That's how it should be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel, dude, about that. If someone's out making money, the other person should be doing a lot more stuff at home. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. In my situation – is the same as yours, Ashley, only I'm a male. So I also catch yeah. criticism from other males who think, oh, you should just go out and get a job and take care of your family. That's what people think, you know? And I do take care of my family in a bunch of other different ways, sure. and in ways that these people that make these comments have never contributed. And, you know, I, sure. I put a lot of work into my relationship. And I mean, in all facets, you know, I am my wife's psychologist, you know, I am her best friend. You know, I am um, her cook. I'm her cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm her husband. You know, I'm her mm-hmm. dick daddy. You know, like you gotta
1: throw that. You know, <laughs>
0: and, and, and I take pride in all that stuff. You know, like especially I the make, dick daddy. Yeah, you know. Listen, I I That's make funny. sure that if you're out and you're working, I cook every night. She doesn't cook at all. I cook every single night. I pack her lunch every night. So she has food ready to go in the morning. And, um, you know, when she gets home, um, I've got some stuff ready for her. I also have some, you know, some food and stuff. Sometimes she needs a bath. So I get her an Epsom salt bath. And, you know, I'm cleaning the house. I'm taking care of Natalia and all her needs. I'm cooking. I'm cleaning. I'm getting dinner ready. And it's a lot, you know. But she never, Mm -hmm. never, ever has made one comment in the entire time I've been with her for eight years that make me feel Mm -hmm. that what I do here does not have value because it, you know, our relationships are unique in a lot of different ways. And, you know, I am building her up in a lot of different ways. And in this, I'm building Mm -hmm. myself up, you know, because I'm putting in the time and the effort in the relationship, like the sexual stuff, like, dude, I take that seriously because I want her to be relaxed because I know that she's, has to get up early and grind and do all this kind of shit in some place that she necessarily, you know, doesn't respect her in in a way. And so, you know, when it's time for that, I make sure I give her my all, you know, so she can get off and, you know, she can get that relaxation and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, and that to me is a partnership is that, you know, it's looking at what the deficiencies are of the other partner regardless of the circumstances said, how can i fill that spot and make up for it I totally
2: agree. so it makes
0: it easier for everybody like you know she in the beginning it's the same thing too you know as a man i was very hurt because i've worked like my whole entire life i worked in correction i worked in law enforcement and so like you know I, my pride was very very hurt and you know in the beginning and stuff and i felt worthless i felt like a piece of shit and sometimes i do feel like that anyways because i'm a human But, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt that way. But over time, I realized, like, to make a household a happy household, because I was married before. And we made shit run, both of us. We both got paid. We both made money. We both didn't have kids or anything. And it didn't make the relationship any happier. So uh, over time, what I realized is, like, my main goal is to try to make, to break down. I'm, I'm to be everything that she can't be because she's working full time. So like when she gets home, I don't want her to have to worry about all this other stuff that I can get taken care of. And then that way she can come home, she could take a shower, she could relax, she could study or do whatever she needs to do, and then she can focus on me. And she could focus on my daughter. Yeah. And then but if I'm not contributing that, like a lot of partners don't do those things, and their 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 wives and their husbands not only work full time, but then they also have to be the cooks. And then they have to be this, and they have to be the disciplinary, and they have to blah 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 blah, and all this sort why, of stuff. That's why
1: I got divorced for the first time. Yeah, you know, the first relationship. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so what What happened the second time, dude? Oh, everything's <laughs> great. They didn't
1: everybody's put no. Yeah, i But like, it. it's
0: like you know, people have to, and this even goes back to the friendship thing that we talked about in the first topic. It's like this everything comes down to effort really in reality. I mean, everything you do and not everyone is going to see your, your effort, but it's you're smart and you put yourself in good positions to allow yourself to, to be around people that are going to recognize those things. You're going to do all right. And, and, but if you're not putting the effort in someone's going to see it somewhere and and it's going to cause problems and that's in friendships or relationships and you know you, people have to put these fucking stereotypes away because listen i'll, I'll yes. bake you the the best lasagna ever and i'll also fuck your brains out so you know like <laughs> you know seriously i mean i'm not playing and i'll also fucking you know play spades with you and fucking play a card mm-hmm. game and, and or make a rap song or fucking go play football and tackle you or go do mma or fucking make a painting with tom or we'll we'll go fucking uh wander off in the woods like a bunch of fucking hippies and smoke weed or whatever you know like i I, like we have to stop putting these constraints uh, on people and what they can do and what's acceptable and like let's just be let's just have fun and let's do what's right and i think everyone would just be so much happier
2: i agree i think it's all about the effort that you put into things like When it comes to your relationship, it shouldn't matter are you doing the exact amount of things that you're supposed to be doing to keep this relationship equal. It's about making sure I want to take care of my spouse. I want to take care of my kids. I'm going to do what I can for my spouse because they're going to do what they can for me. And if me being at home and I make dinner because I'm at home, that's great. But when my husband comes home and he's like, babe, I got the kids. Go go take a bath. You've been running around with the kids all day. That's him doing something for me. You know, we it's give and take and just making sure your partner is happy and making sure that you are happy too. And it's not up to your partner to make you happy. Just yes, out right. there.
1: thank you for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: have you have to yeah. be self sufficient in your You happy gotta be happy with yourself you, before you could be happy yes. for somebody else. One hundred percent.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't try obviously to make your partner happy, but it's, it's a totally an internal thing and it should be, you should share the happiness with your, with your partner, not you are not doing enough for me and therefore it's making me unhappy. You know,
1: I know I say that all um, the time. I'm not responsible for anybody's happiness, but my own. And, and, And you should be able to share that with other people. You know, if, if somebody ever blames you, for being unhappy well then that's, that's on you them. bud <laughs> that's a, you know yeah. hey that's <laughs> on you if you're not happy I mean that's mm-hmm. you know that's you that's your life those are the decisions you've made up to this point point. and um hey I, I'll never let anybody blame me for their unhappiness that's never gonna happen
2: yeah yeah
0: I, I agree with you there and you know I'll take it a step further I think oh here we go I, I,
2: I purposely try to make myself unhappy to show her exactly how happy she is.
0: Just no, kidding. I mean, I, I'll <laughs> take it a step further and I'll just say that, you know, um, because it, it really is it becomes such a hallmark moment in most relationships where when you really look at why a relationship got destroyed, a lot of times it really does come down to one person in the relationship not being happy with themselves. And mm-hmm. and and then in turn, and, and I've seen this in my relationship and other people's relationships. All the things that you want your partner to be or do or to attempt or try, they do as your relationship crumbles or it's over, and and you st- you take a step back and you're like, we fell in love at one moment in time, and now when when the that's you know the cards are on the table and. It's kind of the end is the end. What are we going to do now? You decide to give up on that hand, pick up a new hand, and put that full effort into a stranger instead ah. of someone that you know <laughs> is there. I know
1: exactly and, what you're talking
0: about, and and, and, and it's, it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's happened in so <laughs> many relationships, and, and and it happens mentally, physically, emotionally, in so many different ways. And it just boggles my mind. But you know what I've come to find out from those types of people? They're never able mm-hmm. to find true love because they take those principles to every relationship and it winds up finding its yeah. way into every new relationship
1: and it fails. It does. Every yeah. single time without fail. Every time. Yep.
2: Because yep. Yep. they're just looking for someone else to fill a hole right. that they need to fill themselves. Yep.
0: Absolutely. And you know what, your relationship's going to be 10 times better when you're happy with yourself, because then you're going to project all this, all this, this positive light, and the person is going to feel it and they and it's going to make them feel more comfortable with them being a little bit goofy or silly or happy or whatever. too. Mm-hmm. And it spreads like wildfire, you know, and, and then you start embracing and you start. Kissing more and hugging more and being together more and doing things more. And then all of a sudden the dynamics of your relationships change and you get onto a flow, you know, and and if you could be smart and capture those moments and realize, ah, you see, if we do these things, because you have to be mindful when you're in a relationship. Everyone, you know, we watch movies and we think, oh, you fall in love and everything's supposed to be just grand. There's a lot of, it's everybody knows a lot of things happen and they're pretty complex and dynamic. They're, yeah, and, There's and, a lot and and of he, shit that <laughs> disrupts the flow. And you got to be mindful. You have yeah. to be mindful yeah. and you have to put work in. It's it's real work when you have two different people <laughs> that grew up in two different households, different family members, different relationships. You're going to have to put work in, you know. you know, And you, your partner might have something that you don't like and they may not like about you. So let's work together to see how we could do to fix those things so that way we, we could be happy because uh, we're supposed to be together forever. You know, like, oh, But it know,
1: takes one see, person, you know? though. It takes one person to, like, notice it. Like, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell when there's a shift or a change, right? The right. the the atmosphere changes. The, the vibe changes. The interactions change. You're like, all right, something's right. up. But it takes one person to go, yeah, What I don't know what's going on, but, like, we got. We got to. We got to get back to our roots. Talk about it. You know, we got. We got to yeah. figure this thing out because, you know what? You know what's the worst thing though, is when you mm-hmm. both feel it. You both know, but nobody wants to budge, right? And like, you yeah. know, and and I that that's something that like because I'm a very stubborn person, and I'll just straight up, I'll just straight up tell you that I'm a people. very yep. stubborn person, but through different things in my life that I have partaken in, I have learned that that is not the way to be. And you have to turn that Mm -hmm. off. Um, But you have to be mindful of it. So, you know, it's like, all right, you know, that, that, that comes with, that's ego, you know, and that comes with turning that off. And it's like, all right, you know, this, this really doesn't matter. Like who cares at the end of the day, you know, you're still the same person. It doesn't matter if you're the first person to say, Hey, Let's uh let's forget about this, or hey, you know, let's move past this. None of that matters. What the only thing that matters is the end result. And and the path to get there doesn't matter. Unless you're the only person doing that for, you know, years on the you know, on the same issue. Right. Then it's like, all right, now maybe we gotta reassess. But Yeah. At the end of the day, what does it really matter? You know, you're both looking for the same result. Everyone wants to really be happy. And, um, you know, if you got to be the one to say, you know, put my ego aside and move forward, then do it, you know? And, and if you keep doing it and there's no reciprocation, then you can deal with it at that point. You know?
2: Yeah. I, I'd like to just throw in that we should really normalize going to therapy and stuff like that, because, um, even, whether it's couples counseling or personal um, because sometimes, for example, okay, my husband and I, when we first got married, we all of a sudden were just fighting all the time and we're like, I don't know what's going on. Something is weird. We went and saw a counselor. We only saw them like three or four times, but it was enough for them to say, hey, you guys, these this is your own issues that you're projecting on each other that needs to be dealt with because, you know, and then it kind of knocked us into our senses and stuff. But, but in a lot of my friends are seeing counselors and therapists and stuff for themselves. And they're like, I, you know, feel so much personal growth. I'm so much happier. I feel more confident in my relationship and all this stuff. And I, I think it's really important if you don't know what to do, seek help if you can. You know, but you said it, um, you said it
0: perfectly there. If like you're like, if you need help, seek it. Right? I think that's like that's really key too, because I think people also
2: yeah.
0: give up it's give up on communication to too easy yeah. and think that, oh well if I just go to therapy, we're gonna fix everything. And it's like, no, you know, because there there's a lot of dynamics in therapy too, you know, because you have one partner that's going to be kind of blamed for some things and one person that's not a lot of times. And could that person handle that? You know, I remember my first marriage when I went to counseling and we told our stories and stuff, she really started keying in on my ex-wife. Like, and it was pretty, you know, visible what she was doing. And my, my, Honestly, my ex-wife... I don't think
2: that's a very good counselor then. Well, no, no <laughs> They shouldn't be targeting.
0: It wasn't targeting like she was being mean. It was just the conversations were drifting more to trying to fix the things that she was saying and I you could see it and she didn't like that because my ex-wife very (laughs) a type personality businesswoman, succeeding all that type of stuff and she didn't like being talked down to like that and so after the after two sessions she was like oh well like I don't even like the way she's like assessing our relationship I think that you know, she's just being biased because blah 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 blah, and I'm a strong blah blah blah, blah 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 blah, and I was like, okay, whatever, like that's how you feel. You know, to me personally, like I think that you should go to therapy again if you think that you're you don't know what to do, like you just said. I don't think it should be mm-hmm. necessarily a crutch just to go there just to get stuff done because that creates yep. also too like this this thing where it's like we can't get shit done unless we go here to talk to this person. And that person has fucking issues and problems, too. And it's like, you know what? And you're not solving
1: the real issue. Yeah. The the real issue is the communication between both of you. And if if you only rely on a counselor that you have to pay like 250 bucks an hour for, you're not really solving any problems. You know, they they should be able to give you the tools so that you can solve it within your own house.
0: And, yeah, and that's that, what that's therapy exactly is supposed to be. That's what it's supposed yeah. to be—not to be a crutch, but they're supposed to give you the tools that you yeah, didn't have until so it's a you're business. on your own. Yeah.
1: There yeah, you go. that's
2: that's what happened with Casey and I. It was she basically said, "Hey, you're projecting onto each other your problems. Here's how you work through it. Here's how you communicate. First, I want you to say some things." And it was really sweet. Um, originally, like, at, like it was like our first session or whatever. She's basically like, all right, for starters, I want you to tell each other some stuff that you appreciate about each other and what you love about each other. And then you kind of like, even just that, when you're kind of going through such a hard time is so meaningful. And then you kind of realize like, oh my God, this person doesn't actually fucking hate me. (laughs) You know, and it's, it's just, it's a communication and it's willingness to work with your partner. And, you know, and I know it's stupid, but like, even for a while, we don't do this anymore because we've kind of been able to figure out our own method of doing this. But when they say, "use, uh, use whatever," it's not like you did this. But say, "I feel this." <laughs> I way. feel this. Yeah. And like, right? Yeah, I feel that you're a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I I feel that you know it hurt my feelings. Whatever. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now cuz I'm not original and I'm drunk. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know that but that's what therapy is supposed to do. Yeah. Don't no, get me so, wrong, some people So need it's like it it's like,
1: you know, if if, if uh, like if your partner says something that hurts you, instead of going, "You yeah. hurt me." You say, Yeah. you know, "When you said this, you made me feel this I way." Know. You know, and then it's, yeah. it's received differently, you know, instead of yeah. accusing someone, instead of being accusatory, exactly. you're like, and you're an asshole. You're like, you know, it's like, well, mm-hmm. when you said this, I felt like you weren't considering my feelings, and it's completely, mm-hmm. it's like a completely different conversation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, it's weird and it sounds stupid and it sound, you know, it sounds like, it, totally it sounds, sounds like that woo woo bullshit, but Hey,
2: yeah, it works.
1: True. Right.
2: It works. Which one of you is fucking Danny's right got now? that
1: heavy piss going on right now. He's dropping <laughs> that, was, that. Oh my god! He's dropping that fucking. Long you know what, he's dropping that caramel <laughs> Niagara know. Falls in that toilet.
2: I low key also have to pee, but I'm I've been sucking it up because. <laughs> well, no, <I> mean, listen, <laughs> like, There's listen, no mute function. on yeah, listen, listen,
0: I have. There comes a point in time that that listen, where it becomes uncomfortable to the point where oh, yes. and here, well, wait, just got let me tell my latest P adventure. That, that's why you gotta
1: have the twenty two ounce bottle of of empty beer to uh to relieve your, yourself
2: in your Well I also didn't can. think
0: there was a mic on my beat headphones, but now I know there's a wireless mic on the headphones as well. But uh, <laughs> No, so pretty- you weren't
1: expecting it. <laughs>
2: Not okay.
0: necessarily, I knew it, it, it could happen, <laughs> hey, but live action,
2: baby. You were willing to roll the dice. Yeah, I
0: just, I just wanted to roll the dice, and, and that's see what happens what was on
1: up. Late Night Cypher X.
0: But I have a P story, yeah. actually. X for reason. Um I went to go see the movie 1917 the other day, and I didn't eat dinner. Um, I made dinner for my family before I left, and I went with one of my best friends. I went to go see it, and I didn't eat dinner, and I had a beer before we went in. I had to kind of put it down, because we had, like, mm-hmm. 15 minutes. And then when we got in the movie theater, there's a bar in there, so I bought, like, another beer, and I drank, like, half of that. And then, like, the first 10 minutes, I was like, I peed before I went in. But then I was like, fuck, I got to pee again. So then I got up, and I peed. Then I came back, dude. And, like, 10 minutes later, I had to fucking pee again, dude. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, I got up, I peed. I came back, I had to pee again, dude, a third time within like 40 dude, minutes. Dude,
2: I think you have a urinary
0: tract infection. <laughs> nah, dude, it was just like, you know what it is? I just I had I didn't eat dinner. So the like the last time I ate was probably like eleven or twelve. And the movie was at like mm-hmm. seven. So I had to eat for like seven or eight hours. I
2: And then you just I drank, something. And then yeah, you I pounded a
0: beer. So that went right through the fucking gullet, right into mm-hmm. the belly. And then I drank like another half of a beer and dude, it was just torturous. Like the first 40 minutes, I'm like, I'm oh, fucking, I shouldn't even fucking game the movies end. you know?
2: <laughs> That's why I like watching home.
0: movies at
1: home, you know, cause you could, you could pause it and you can go but take a leak and like, come back.
0: But certain movies you have to, the like to, to have to see in the theater,
1: like the Joker. I saw I saw that. I had to see
0: in the theater. I had to pee there.
1: I, I went, we went to see the Joker and I had to step out and pee. Yeah, you know? man,
0: it's in, it's a real thing. I dude. come
1: back, I'm like, what I miss? Not much, but I might have missed a real significant point in the movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, dude, listen. Can
2: I, I? I hate that you go to movie theater and then you have to pee and you're like, oh my god, I hope I didn't fucking miss anything. Important. Could you imagine? I just say.
1: Could Could you god. imagine if like um, everyone had the ability to pause it, right? And you're in, you're in a public theater, and mm-hmm. my god, it would and,
2: like forty. Seasons. Yeah, and it's like, oh my
1: god, now this asshole's got to pee. You know, it's like,
2: God damn it, man. Well,
1: no, because it'd be like five <laughs> dudes would be
0: like, thank God somebody paused it. Let's go pee. Yeah, that's Everyone yeah. would
2: go out at once. Yeah,
1: everyone should vote for a um, pee break. Hey.
2: You know what? My, so, Casey is in, like, I don't know, fucking Europe somewhere right now. And he went to go see a movie recently. And he's like, they have intermission. in Yeah. Movies, I, and we fucking need amazing. that. Because. Mm-hmm.
1: Not in America. Yeah. No, you can't have intermissions because you got to maximize the amount of dollars Absolutely. spent, and you got to squeeze yeah, in when, you, when exactly. you got a two hour movie, you have to be able to squeeze in ten a day and not nine. Mm-hmm. You got to maximize mm-hmm. profit.
0: Absolutely,
1: yeah. But-
2: so I want to tell you guys my my movie piece story now because you guys both got to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I took my kids. To go, I don't know, fucking see Frozen 2 or something. Did, and, was it Frozen
0: 2 okay. or are you just trying to clout, clout Chase right now?
2: No, I'm pretty sure it was Frozen 2. <laughs> I took my kids to go see a couple movies. Oh, it might have been Star Wars. I think it might have been Star Wars, actually. I've only taken them to go see a couple movies since my husband's been deployed. But either way, one of these movies, like 10 minutes in, I always am like, Caden, because Caden's six and Charlie, my daughter, is one. Right, so she's in diapers. So I'm like, Caden, if you got to go to the bathroom, you've got to go before the movie starts. He's like, I I did. I'm good. I don't have to go to the bathroom. Fucking 10 minutes in. He's like, Mom, I have to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, holy fuck. So yeah, I'm like, annoying. you know, taking all my drinks and popcorn, shoving them under the chair. I'm taking three kids or three people, me and two kids. Wait, how, how know, many kids do you have? The bathroom. Then. Then, like, an hour goes by, Charlie pees through her diaper all over me. I was, hit.
1: Literally, I was literally and pissed. Literally.
2: Literally pissed. But it worked. <laughs> pissed, pissed on. Ha, ha, ha. And I wipe all my shit off. Then, like, ten minutes later, Caden's like, I have to go to the bathroom again. And I was like, we're done. I'm going home. This is bullshit. I'm over it. But just kidding. We watched the rest of the movie because that was like <laughs> this
0: cost me like forty dollars to come to see y'all. Okay, fuck it finish. up. Let me repeat this one last time for the viewers because I this is what I do for y'all. Black day coming with the savings, you know, uh, coming with the master plan, teaching the game like Feeny. Boy meets world. Hit the club. Give it a twirl. Now listen. <laughs> if you if
2: that was smooth, dude. Not gonna lie. If you
0: want to if you have savings for your movies. Sign up if you have an AMC anywhere near you. Sign up for the AMC stubs because on Tuesdays you get a deal where it cuts your tickets like by like almost sixty percent or more. Like like I went to go see nineteen seventeen on Tuesday. The tickets in the Dolby surround sound were twenty bucks a piece, so it was forty bucks. We wind up paying fifteen twenty five for both of us. Nice. And, and you could yeah, awesome. do this As many times as you want On a Tuesday Every Tuesday Every week go
2: see movies every Yeah weekend, So when
0: the, you so know, when You know Baltic? When the when they start going through That real big one They try to plan them For the summer Where they do all of their Like large releases And shit Like we'll go mm-hmm. and just We've saved Because they do a calculator Like probably 600 bucks In 2019 Just in movie tickets And you get deals On popcorn And you get right. to skip lines And it's legit like because the lines will be like 30 people and because we have the stubs it might be two people online it's like see ya We're does it cost anything yeah you pay like a little service but it it, it far outweighs the it's price worth F- it if you go. but you got to take advantage of it it's like if you buy disney passes if you live in florida and you go once a year that's dumb if you got the passes it. It, where you could just go all year it's like go like four times a year you know go quarterly you know what i'm saying um and take advantage of it, you know. But anyway, sorry, we got off track there. But that's what we do in the cipher, baby. That's how we, we do, do it. Ropes.
2: This This podcast was brought to you by Stubbs.
0: Hi,
1: my name is Daniel. We, yeah, Smith. we need a sponsor, so let's let's <laughs> let it rock, man. Let's do it with well, Stubbs. We do, well, here, here's the thing, right? um That was a perfect promo, dude. I know. I know. That
2: was.
0: See, that they'll was... get to know us eventually, but we got anchor right now. It's one of our sponsorships that pays us, but. We're working on something. I'm working on a little page where when we do our video um, uh, cast, people can donate as the cast is going at any bit in time. There's like a little button for it. They can donate 50 cents oh, or nice. they can donate $8. So I'm trying to work on seeing. Does if- it
2: max out at $8? No,
0: I just said $8. Don't be an <laughs> asshole. All right. Uh, it's your turn now. And I want to hear what you got for us because you're talking about something that I definitely have an opinion about. Oh.
2: Ooh, male birth control. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. So excited about this. Women of the world rejoice, dude. Men are it's almost out. It hasn't come out yet because they keep going back and forth on it. But male birth control, dude, I'm so stoked. Every guy needs to be getting on this. Now they keep canceling it. They keep being like, oh, you know it's not going to work because of all the side effects. Well, guess what the side effects are, girls listening: bloating, gain, <laughs> gaining weight, um, irritable mood swings, all of the stuff women have to deal with on a monthly basis because of our birth control. <laughs> oh my god! It's not funny. So,
0: so-
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not funny. <laughs> listen, because the way the way I see it, I'm a naturalist, anyways. Like I told my wife to get off of birth control a long time ago, you know, and, um,
2: You're a birth eater. And,
0: and the thing about it is, is, you know, I don't want her to be on, on, uh, hormones. I don't think that's good for, yeah. for anybody, male or female. I agree. And listen,
2: I mean, I agree, but I also, if you, everyone needs some form of birth control. But, so anyway, I'm
0: not getting my dick snipped. Okay. It's not happening. Why not? Because I'm yeah. not—it's not happening. Because I know
1: that the worst is going to happen to me, and something is going right. to happen. You're going to botch it. And it's not going to be right. When work. you're done, I'll tell you about my dick snip story. Right, it'll work my out. My husband—I got—I made my husband get
2: his dick. I didn't make him, but he got it snipped.
1: Nah, so I got mine, and I'll tell you this. Good for y'all whites, man. Good Listen, y'all here's whites. how it went, right? So, you know, you go you go there, right? This is my form of birth control. Right. And and so we you know, I talked about it my wife, and it was like, you know, there was a a possibility that she might have had to do like a C section. Um, but it didn't wind up being that. So
2: because she was gonna get her tubes tied if she Well,
1: had you know, it session. makes like it makes sense if it's there, well, it right? It definitely
2: That's what I makes sense yeah, right there yeah. and, but,
1: and it's free, but and it's right there. But if 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 like that doesn't happen, then you know, what are you gonna do? So I've like so we we're we we're talking about it and I was like Alright, you know, what and, and look, I have five kids, okay? And, <laughs> and, right. and I'm like <laughs> all right, well, how much does it cost? You know, we looked at the money and I was like, all right, I'll get my shit snipped, you know? So we we, yeah. we talked about it. We worked it out together. You know what, though? The interesting thing was, is when I, mm. I met with the doctor and he was recommended by my other doctor, uh, we sat down and, like, he wanted to have a meeting with me and my wife and we sat down and Mm-hmm. he's like you know um is this something you really want to do and I, I i basically told him and i was like this is gonna sound fucked up i was like look if all of my kids died i would not want to have another kid so
2: Holy i'm ready fuck. Just saying.
1: i'm ready <laughs> like i just you know what i mean like but hold on at, at dude, that don't, point
0: don't don't come off so cold bro tell him tell him that you're papa
1: panico bro
0: you have raised kids since kids have been invented, dude. Dude, i so
1: <laughs> listen, man. I've been taking care of kids since I was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah,
2: no, no not my even an exaggeration. the same.
1: Not even an exaggeration, literally. So, so like, it, it's just, uh, you know, I was like, I, I'm, I'm blessed, man. You know, all my kids are healthy um every mm-hmm. like it's a healthy family everything is all good but like literally if if something were to happen i just i don't think i would want any more you know right so so, yeah. I, so i really like sat down and I really thought about it and everything and we went in and i was like you know i i i got the feeling that the doctor was asking me questions as if like my wife was forcing me to do it. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Uh, you know
2: what's funny is I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Like he was basically treating this like, like when a woman gets an abortion, like, oh, are you sure you want that? Yeah. The, well,
1: know, listen, I, I respect that this- same I do. energy. I do. I you know, it. I respected it. But like, it was my, it was my choice to do it. Like I was not forced to do it. You um, know, I, I really wasn't. And, you know, I just yeah. like, I, the same thing with you, Danny. I didn't want, my wife to be on birth control and right. And like, like, like with our last kid, like we had actually just talked about like not having more kids and then it wound up happening, you know? And it was just like,
0: Uh. you know,
1: it was just like, Hey, let's just, let's solve this problem right now. You know?
0: And you got the ultimate gift. It was like, if you're going to, because you guys were already in the clear, so like at least if you're gonna if you if you're gonna get a kid at least you got that son so it's that's like, okay, true this is, man because this is look different I'm,
2: oh snap do you have four girls three
0: boys uh, yeah, so uh, three different.
1: girls two boys but like so oh. so I am the last male in my family with my last name
2: To carry on your name and yeah. the
1: Danny Danny nicknamed him what he with the last son. Last son. the last son right he was he's the last one and um so so that that went up happening you know and that that was cool but like i i wasn't pressured it was my choice to do it and you know based mm-hmm. on like the circumstance like that was the best choice that could be made all right so let's go to the surgery let's let's move to that right mm-hmm. we're talking about male birth mm-hmm. control so i'm going to give you the whole juicy details right so i go in Right. And this doctor is like, it, it was a male doctor. He's like five foot two and he kind of looked like a little creep. And I'm like, dude, I think this guy might be a pervert. <laughs> like that was kind of going through my head. Dude, you know? my eye
2: doctor is yeah, like so, that. So
1: like we, we get there and he's like, he's telling me like, uh, you know, he, he kind of like prepped me for what was going to happen. Right. So we go in, I lay down. Well, I don't lay down. I sit down on the, on the thing. <laughs> he, he brings, he he puts the bench up and I I kinda like lay back and and Ashley, you'll appreciate this, right? So I had to sit there and I had to yeah. put my fucking heels in the stirrups. Right. See, I'm not into Oh that, yeah, bro. like you're getting like a I'm pap. getting a pap smear, right? No. So
2: yeah.
1: No. So like I'm sitting there and then he's like, All right, you know, you might feel a
2: pinch. <laughs> butthole touching the like cold
1: you're about, ass you might feel a pinch right so he he fucking sticks my scrotum with the fucking novocaine right pow hits it yeah. pow hits the other side right so here's here's how it works right so you got a testicle you have a tube that feeds up through you know mm-hmm. provides all the all the um you know the sperm and the everything baby. right so so what they have to do is they have to make an incision. They have to make two two cuts like on, on either side of the scrotum. Right? So they take this little like mm-hmm. and, and when I say hook, I don't mean like a fishing hook, okay? It's like it's like a scoop, right? So he makes oh, a little God. slice, like cuts an opening in it, right? And then, you know, puts it in there and, and he, he pulls the tube out, right? And you don't feel <laughs> much. Like- you don't feel much because yeah. it's numb, right? So, I'm like...
2: You can feel it pulling, Yeah, you could can, can, not, not Yeah, pain.
1: well, not yet. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, my
2: so, God. No, 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 no.
1: So, like, he did my... I think, if I can recall it right, he did the left side first. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, he scoops it out. And then they have to clamp it on two sides, right? Because if he mm-hmm. cuts it, it's just going to... The tube's just going to fall right back in the sack, right? So he's gotta clamp both yeah. sides, cut it, and then stitch up. Like some nope. so, some sometimes when you get a vasectomy, they Please. take like a cottering iron and they burn the tube and then nope. shove it back in. Yeah. But this guy, he he sewed it shut, right? So so okay. he sewed it, sewed the other one.
2: I, I think Casey's was burned, but they said that it might have a possibility of Yes, that is definitely a
1: possibility. Yeah. But-
2: Sewing but sewing is more permanent. Well,
1: I don't I don't know either way. I got mine I got mine, I got mine I sewed. So know. they sew the one tube, sew the other, stick it back in, and then they sew the scrotum up, right? That's one side. Okay, so he goes to the right side, cuts open, pulls the tube out, clamps it, boom! I felt it. And I was like <gasps> oh, no. And he's oh, like, no. Oh, did you feel that? I was like, Yes. He's like, all right, let me get you some more Novocaine. So he hits it. But, you know, like, oh, Danny, God. you no. know, you know, <laughs> you know, when you get oh hit in God. the nuts God. and you feel that pain. Oh, I, I, felt that I felt feeling.
0: it. I felt it. You can feel in your lower belly. Like, I felt it everywhere. <sighs> yeah. so, so they <laughs> hit me. He hits me
1: with the second round of Novocaine, <laughs> you know, does it finishes up, cuts it, yeah, sews both yeah, yeah. up, you know, stuck, sticks it in there, sewed up the scrotum. And then that was it, right? Got up. Mm-hmm. Everything was all shriveled up cuz I was like trauma, you know, everything was like <laughs> uh, dude, I felt, I, yeah, dude, I felt like I was like 2 years old again. And and so oh they prescribed <laughs> <Truth>. me like <laughs> they prescribed me like uh, you know, painkillers or whatever. And I'm I'm totally against painkillers. Um I just it, oh my god it, it
2: gets people so Yeah, well, I'm dude. afraid
1: I like <laughs> I know I have an addictive personality and I know yeah. I need to avoid that. So yeah.
2: like I was I like too, I'm not doing I... It. my
1: wife's like, yeah. I think you need to do it." I'm like, nah. So she she gets it for me anyway. And uh I try to hold off and then like, you mm-hmm. know, after I get back Sometimes the fucking so, the oh shit wore off and I was like, "Give me that." please. So, so then I took some of it and then I sat, you know, on a bag of frozen peas for a couple days. And I, then I went to work after that and I had a bag of ice. Like I was sitting by on my desk, sitting on a bag of ice for about a week and I kind of overdid it. I was walking around too much, you know, um, but it it healed up. It was very awkward afterwards. Um, I had to, I actually I had to give a a sample and bring it in, so the doctor could test it. Oh my god,
2: Casey has never gotten his sample back, and we've just been doing it like. You better get
1: that sample because you might be having another kid.
2: Well, I haven't gotten pregnant yet.
1: Well, uh, (laughs) I I
2: well I just totally
0: This might be that sign that you get in life. And yeah. he hey, like, You know what? You know. I went.
1: Just check it. You know, it, the weirdest thing too, like, so I had to provide a sample. You know, after a certain amount of healing. Yeah. And I, you know, he gave me the container. You know, I I put in the container. I I brought it back. I I brought it to the doctor's office in a brown paper bag, like I was delivering lunch. Here's
2: my jizz. And
1: he calls me back a couple of days later. He goes, "You're good to go." I'm like, "All right." And that was it. And Mm -hmm. I will say.
2: Did they make you, did they make you come like 20 times or something before you did that?
1: No. no, Oh my God.
2: Casey was like, the doctor said if I like come like 20 times, then all my sperm go out of it. I wonder if he's just like looking for an excuse. Probably.
1: Yeah. Well, the first, the first few times (laughs) felt really weird. And uh, even like now I'll tell you this now that happened a couple of years ago. And Even now, sometimes, like, if I go a while, I get a weird pressure down there. But uh, everything works the same. There's no difference. Everything's normal. You know, I just Mm -hmm. can't have kids. Um, But, hey, we're talking about male birth control, so we're going to go deep in it.
2: (laughs) 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 So, so, okay. First of all, yes, Casey has a vasectomy. I'm not on birth control because I hate it, but – Guys, you should get on it because I want to watch you suffer like I've suffered since I was 15. Just kidding, but not really. Um, <laughs> um, no, it, it's like, I'm, I've tried so many different methods of birth control. One of them made me have my period for three months. Another one I could was feel because MD it was like inside. It was the depot Yeah, shot. It was the yeah. shot. And I was, that shit sucks. I mean, it works <clears throat> for some people, but. It did not work for me. Um, and yeah, you have to find your perfect form of birth control, but I just could never find one. Um, the pill was hard for me because you have to take it at the same time every day. And I'm so ADD and discombobulated that I cannot do that. Um, anyway, Casey got a vasectomy. Woohoo! Unprotected sex. Oh my God. Wait, I've listened to the last couple podcasts and I've just realized how many times. I sing, talk. I do it it's so fine. much. I'm sorry. If no, you know, it's like, all good. Yourself, that's
1: annoying. <laughs> and that's you know annoying. And you know I what?
2: And you know what?
1: Listen, it listen don't to this. If if don't there's somebody out so there, fuck that. If there's somebody out there that's like, oh, I hate the way she sing, talks. This shit's annoying. Fuck that person. Go fuck. They yourself, can fuck themselves bro. because they're not doing shit in their life. Okay. <laughs> and
0: not just that, man. We don't yeah. like. You know, sometimes
2: love the way I sing, talk, embrace it.
0: Sometimes it's you're, sometimes you're like, oh, you know, I don't like, you know, th- that is worse than actually what you're trying to project that you think is bad. You know, that self doubt. And I
2: think that's the worst thing you can do to like doubt yourself and to like try. If you try to change something, like if I kept being like, oh my god, I sing, talk so much, I can't do that anymore. And I feel like I nah, would be awkward. Always be yourself.
0: Yeah, because if you sing talk, Always it comes off as confident, and then someone's going to be like, I really like the way she sing talks, you know? Or like, you know, okay, the, negative, like the, way she, the negative she people are
1: the loudest. They don't necessarily represent the majority of the population. They just are the loudest, and they can go fuck themselves.
0: That's not true cuz I am You're the right. loudest there ever was. So.
1: Yeah, no, but that's that's <laughs> a difference, man. That's different. That's,
0: that's, that's If right, you ever go to a game with me, man, I'll Oh, yeah, but that's you.
1: different, man. That that's not what we're talking about. Uh,
0: but uh yeah, Any- yeah, so dude, listen. Um that's going to be a big no for me uh, as a male, so that's out the window. Or... Okay, but
2: but is it because is it like are you talking about the vasectomy yeah. or are you talking about Oh, control. the
0: birth control is oh. definitely a possibility. That I might try something like that just to see. But again, I just don't think the hormones and and honestly like, you know, if you you could do a really good job at tracking your cycle once you're off of hormones. Like we made the mm-hmm. mistake of her getting off of hormones and then thinking just in a couple months like that's going to be okay. Like you have to allow your body 6 I would even say a full year off of hormones to really figure out what your cycle is. And then once you figure out what your cycle is, then you could get on a chart and they have like many different online programs and apps and different things that you could do to track it. They have thermometers. Yeah, That's
2: not, I know that's awesome. And I totally would love if that was 100% accurate because I would totally do that, but it's not always accurate. Um, it's not i mean you do that if you are like i don't want to have another kid but i'm i'd be okay if i had another kid
0: kind not of nesse- not like, necessarily because there is a biology factor to it when so like you know you just have to be careful still like anything like yeah like obviously if you get completely snipped that's that's you know that's something but that's a lot you know not everyone's willing to do that but I also don't want to have someone on hormones and honestly like to be honest with you it's great without a condom and for people out there that are looking for an oh. alternative the lambskin condoms are absolutely phenomenal um and it's-
2: are they really I've never tried it and I hate the feeling of I mean not that I fucking use it anymore but you know if <laughs> if I ever had to for some reason yeah it's
0: the closest I've- thing it's the closest thing you could feel to the real Yeah, thing. you could feel. Yeah, and you know, also one of the things are too when you get on the cycle, you'll know. So like, you'll know there's certain days you just can't play around. And I never, even when there's days that I we do play around, I never come inside of her. Um, I just, I just yeah, don't. But, and I know your pre cum. You know- I know your pre cum is strong. And I know sometimes there's been debates on whether like the pre cum is even stronger than the actual cum and all that kind of stuff. But when you actually follow your chart and you know what you're doing, it is almost—it is just almost as close as some of the other stuff. It's never going to be as close as getting snipped. That's like Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? So you have like Michael Jordan at the top. Kobe. Then, then there's like you know there's levels. <laughs> there's levels. There's levels to, there's levels to this ish.
1: But I think that whenever that you come so inside
2: your girl, you should be like Kobe. Kobe no,
1: i right, I'm gonna do that tomorrow. I'll let you know what I. I'll let you yeah. know how it's received. <laughs> but
0: th- here's another <laughs> thing. How do you feel as a female when when people come on you, on top of you?
2: Okay, real fast. I just want to – I will answer this question, but two seconds back to the char- tracking yeah. here. I started my period a week early. So that means I was a week off from what I would have been. So, like, and that – Rarely ever happens, but you just have to remember stuff like that. It doesn't happen a lot, but like it, the crazy stuff does happen, and your body is so um, erratic sometimes that it that you just can't.
0: It does, no, I mean, sure. that's anything though. You know, there's people that take the pill and still get pregnant. I mean.
2: Oh, I so, know. Yeah, I I, I was on about birth control that. when I got pregnant with my. So son. there you go. I was on the NuvaRing. <laughs> I was on the Nuba ring and my doctor, I swear to God, my doctor told me I could take it out while I had sex and put it back yeah, in. I that, swear to God, that,
0: dude, dude, you know, you know what it is, man. I don't, I don't know, like, because she used the ring too. And I kept yeah. hitting that motherfucker, dude. Yeah, I think, yep, yep. You, oh, it yeah, feels weird, right? It's it weird, I mean,
2: man. I had an IUD and my husband could feel that it, shit you That know? shit is weird. Dude, scrape, you feel scrape. weird.
0: You, you're, <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, hold on, dude. You're like, I don't know, man. Like, you like you kind of like, you know, your senses, your spidey, your bally senses go off. And you're like, yo, this is... I don't want to poke my shit. It's kind of like when you're fucking and your dick kind of bends in a weird way and you're like, ah! Oh. You're like, well, hold on. Dude. Oh you're my like, god. Hold up, dude.
2: That just made me want to die. You're like,
0: hold though. up, dude. You're like, it's like, oh, you're alright? Like, yeah, hold up, dude. <laughs>
2: you're like, you're just- I, and, like, you can feel that as a girl. You're like, oh my god, are you okay? And, 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 like, usually the guy's like, yeah, baby, I'm And good. meanwhile, he's like, but I'm hemorrhaging like inside. inside. You're like,
0: oh. And he just wants yeah. to keep going. <laughs> that's why here i'm gonna i 'm gonna lend a little guy tip to people out there okay so here's here's the guy tip i don't know it's not every guy but a lot of guys react their dicks react to the up and down action right but females mm-hmm. like the in, in they like everything but the in and out the side to side motions and so if they're riding you and they're not going up and down, sometimes you can lose a little bit but be careful. Yeah. Because when she comes up, brother, she can crunch your shit to death. So, deeper, <laughs> so, so be so so be prepared that hey. if she's she's doing the motion, she's getting her rock on. That if she's starting to come up, kind of guide her up, get that quick up and down stroke.
1: You got to go up a little up. bit with it,
0: you know. Yeah, and yeah. get, the, get mm-hmm. the puff to go with it. Get that puff that state puff to go up, <laughs> up and then and then and then you're good to go. <laughs>
2: some good advice some solid, solid
0: don't break your advice. dish here's don't, another solid advice and it came to it. mind because I feel like this is like prophetic and I feel like I'm gonna help somebody and this doesn't I, happen often this is but I just feel like I had to say it man as a guy if you've ever zipped up your nutsack a little bit in your jeans when
1: you're bro, younger listen bro dude, dude, dude check this like
2: out did that. The dude other day. same
1: here <laughs> Zachary man He's three years old, and I always tell him when he's, he likes to wear those onesies, those pajamas. And I'm like, and I'm happens. like, when you're zipping this up, watch your pecker. That's what we call it. Watch your pecker. And dude, the other day he did it, and he's like, "Ouch! Ouch! Ouch! I need help! I need help!" <laughs> and I'm like, "What have I been telling you?" Man. What have I been telling you, yo? Lesson learned. You need to listen. Lesson learned. God, dude.
2: Dude, Hayden did that the other day. He's fucking six. He he has this like Pikachu onesie that he likes to wear. We all have our onesies in this house because onesies are dope. Um, but he was wearing his Pikachu onesies and he likes to go commando in them. Look, I don't blame the kid, but you know, watch your dick, dude. So He fucking goes to the bathroom, zips up. Oh, my God. I can fucking. He's, like, screaming to high heaven. He's, like, Mom. Like, he hit that falsetto beautifully. Like, I run in. I'm, like, oh, my God. What is happening? He's, like, bawling. And I look down. I can see the tip through his And I was, like, oh, my God.
1: Hey, do you remember there's something about Mary? Remember that scene? Oh, my God.
2: Do you remember, remember that scene? It was like that, but much slower. Hear
1: the elevator music. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh. Yep. Anyway, male birth control, guys. Get on it. I guess they have one that's like lotion, and you put it on. I saw this joke online. <sighs> get
0: out of here. I'm looking for get it. It's all
2: like, <laughs> hang on, man. Get cancer. More than one. Plural. Yeah, but everything everything causes cancer. You know, they're about to it's like. Real, dude carpet the entire world with fucking 5g 5g is like straight up concert ca- ca- I can't talk. cancer causing um cancer causing and they're about to like cover the entire world with it and like all these scientists nah, are like don't uh, try
0: don't put yeah, don't put those witchcrafts on me like i see what you're trying to do right now just because something else is something doesn't mean it
1: needs to correlate I, to everything. I, I, else. I have I've heard uh, I've heard against it and I've heard that it was safe too. And you know what? In my in my strong mind, because I look at five G on my phone every day, that ain't penetrating me. Oh shit, it's Neo <laughs> over here! You that's are that's right. Neo in that I am the one bitch, like Keanu Reeves. You.
2: I'm gonna tell you guys a very quick story. Um. People who live by cell phone towers are like, I'm going to make up a statistic because I don't really know it, like 50% more likely to get cancer. Absolutely. They put one on top of an elementary school. Six kids got cancer in the same year. Yeah, the but same that's kind of different. Cancer.
0: That is like you're.
2: A, self, what? a cell phone tower is different than yeah. 5G. I guess. Yeah, it's but like you're, more well, you're like
0: right by it. So it, it's like. It's like you sitting next to the sun, or being on Earth.
2: <laughs> so I, yeah, but like, imagine like
0: we can absorb the sun now. Do we still get cancer from the sun? Absolutely. Do we still get burnt if we sit in the sun? Absolutely. If you're not smart, but at the same time, if you're sitting right next to the source that's pulling in all that energy, there's something to be yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. to be there's something to be said for that, you know. So. Like, for instance, like, I don't keep my cell phone near my head when I go to sleep. I keep it away from me, you know?
2: Dude, I used to fucking play music on my phone and stick it under my pillow. Yeah. And and listen to music while I still
0: And it's not a lot. Like, you'd be surprised, like, what your body is able to cleanse and fight and do at a minimum. But when you live by the source... Then you then you're pretty much fucking yourself, so like yeah and you know, i wouldn't I would definitely not want to live near any towers for sure, but you know, birth control like i would I wouldn't be necessarily um against it at all. I would just need to know a little bit more because to me, like honestly i'm okay having sex with a condom to avoid having a kid now don't get me wrong, I love feeling that flesh, but um you know, at the same time, I'm really happy not having a kid right now either. So, sure. you know, so it, it's one of those things where I'm an animal, so I'll take it ever I can get. You it. mean you don't want five kids? No, I do not because it's going <laughs> to set everything. What's back. wrong with five kids? Tim? Oh, I love kids. Honestly, if it was up to me and and financials were right, I wouldn't mind having more kids because you know I could just spread the caramel yeah. seed. But, you know, Dude, I got to be economical. finances
2: takes up so much of that. Yeah, so. Seriously. Kids are fucking expensive.
0: It, it, and not just that. Like, I'm at the age now where, like, my timeline for a lot of stuff that, like, I'm trying to get done in my life has already been kind of pushed, like, back a little bit. And so having a kid would push yeah. it back even further, and I would miss a lot of opportunities. Huh. So it's, like. You know, I, I'm also up for adoption, which is, I think something we'll probably get into the, get into in this podcast, um, at some point, you know, yeah. and bring that up as well, but, yeah. um, listen, let's, uh, let's get going here. Let's get these people going and let's get these video games going and, um, Thank you, everyone, for coming (laughs) in for Late Night Cypher X, Episode 4. You know, if you guys like what you're hearing right now, please share it on your personal pages with your friends and family. And don't forget to please go on our homepage, which is at Facebook.com slash Late Night Cypher. And we also do um, a video podcast every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And, again, every Friday from the time that you wake up in the morning and take a shit and stroke your pussy. We will be Whoa. there
2: for you. Get serious. On your Don't together. you do that every Friday? I do. Fucking
0: Friday morning, I stroke my pussy hard, and 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 I listen to late night cipher as I do it because my ego is that big. I need to hear myself as I stroke my pussy. And so, please, if you enjoy this podcast <laughs> and our lighthearted and serious conversations, please join us every Friday to start or end your day. Thank you so much for participating.
1: And we will see you next week. See you next week. Have a good
2: night. All right. Bye. Have a good night, guys. Bob's boss, bye. smell like
1: baloney.
2: Bye bye.